All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, mostly gentlemen, I'd assume. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. Yes, we do, Jake. Yes, we do. So, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about science today. You see, I'm a I'm a Renaissance man. I'm a man of science. I do believe in you know human progression and human evolution. I think that's the goal, right? To make to make scientific advancements to make our lives easier. I think that's a that's a pretty solid goal for humanity. Yeah. Perhaps. You know, it's it, we have we're sitting in AC. It's like a 90 degree day. You know, we don't have to deal with that great. bullshit. Isn't it? Isn't that nice? Well, and that's like a pretty recent phenomenon too. Very I mean, recent. I tell you, even my parents they talk about. Like, yeah. We didn't have AC. Yeah. Like, no, it's very recent. You know, humans live. They don't sound like that. I don't. Know. <laughs> They're from <laughs> Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Not at all. They don't sound like that at all. Were they in the clan? I think. Nice. Mine too. <laughs> but um, I think that. What we have going is very good, and humans are, are very badass and very smart, and we have the will and the drive and the means to technologically advance. However, we're being slowed down, Jake, by the powers that be. I think that I know that the powers that be are purposely funding false theories that mislead humanity away from enlightenment and truth. They want society to be, to, to be more nihilistic. Would you agree that a lot of the scientific theories now lead to nihilism and, and meaningless meaninglessness? But yeah, dude, we're so small. Like, dude, nothing matters. <laughs> bro, just all, a speck dude. of dust, bro. We're monkeys, bro. <laughs> we're fucking bro, monkeys. Bro, we're just a little tiny, tiny monkey on a, on a rock. <laughs> and, and you know what? That brings up a good point. Okay, so let's look at humanity, right? Let's look at the, the human being, the human, you know, animal. Okay, and compared to any other animal on Earth, Jake, can you find any similarities besides, like, maybe because we walk on two legs, maybe with monkeys, you know, besides that? I'm talking about, like, will and manpower. I think part, part of it, I mean, there's a few things that define humans from other animals in general, and the first one is going to be language. What other animal speaks language? A dog barks, but they're not yeah. saying words. They're yeah. getting... Their, I don't know, their pack's attention. They're getting their owner's attention. Mm -hmm. um, and, I mean, there's certain types of, uh, you know, other primates that make noise. I mean, a lot of animals make noises. I don't know why I'm, you know, specifically saying that about one or two. But humans are the only ones who have formed languages, and we formed a lot of them. A lot of languages. Right? So uh, there's language, I think, that sets, them up, sets us apart, and also tools. Yes. What, what other animal... Yes. Makes tools. Yes. Or has even has tools. I agree. Humans are weak naturally, you know, but we don't have to be weak. I have a fucking gun. I'm going to shoot that bear. Fuck you, bear. You know, you're no threat to me. Right. Right. But even to do that, that requires what, the third thing, I think, is, is, is foresight. Is something that humans have that a lot of, I don't know, well, I can't say for sure that a dog has no foresight because, I mean, the dog will guard, you know, if you have a guard dog or, you know, animals will guard whatever territory they have or anything like that and to do that that requires them to think ahead in the future and say mm -hmm. okay there could be a predator at some point yes or for an animal to bury their eggs in the ground mm -hmm. so that they're not found by other predators yes so that does take a considerable amount of foresight however i mean we're the best at it absolutely we are. i mean why haven't monkeys created a civilization there is that one theory that um they did they did an experiment and they put about i forgot what it was called but they put a bunch of monkeys in the same room right and they got a typewriter and the theory was is that 
if you leave a typewriter in the in this in the same room as a bunch of monkeys, they're gonna start writing, you know, poetry and Shakespeare, stuff like that. And you wanna know you wanna know what the monkeys did? <laughs> what did they, they, they threw their shit at it. They threw their shit at the fucking typewriter. They smashed the typewriter and they were shitting all over the place, okay? They are not intelligent. They are nothing like us. Oh, I wouldn't say that they're not intelligent. They're not intelligent in the same but, way, right? It's yeah. the same way as humans. Because are. I've seen I've seen videos of uh, they you know how Elon Musk has that Neuralink thing? I'm not sure if it was exactly Neuralink or not. But they hooked up some similar... You know what I'm talking about? Neuralink? No. It's like a chip that goes like into your brain and like you can control your... I don't know if you can control your phone. Maybe we'll watch oh, the video yeah. later. I think I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they they put it on a monkey. It might be a different product, but similar mm-hmm. idea. And he was able to like... You know, he was playing Pong with his mm-hmm. brain, you know? At first they had it where they had the... You know, they had to trick him almost. They, they had the... Uh, the gear... Or what do you call it? Like a joystick almost. So he mm-hmm. could move the, the barriers up and down. And then when you know when he was doing good, it would it would give him I think banana juice or, or I don't know some fruit juice, right? right. Just to, so that he would continue to do it because you know just kind of tricks his brain into thinking he's doing a good thing. And eventually they removed the joystick completely, mm-hmm. and he was literally able to do it with just his mind. Hmm. And he's really good at it too, by yeah, the way. I mean, it, we see that other primates. I don't. I think it was a gorilla I saw as well, where they have a bunch of numbers on a screen. You know, like 1 through 10, 1 through 20, whatever it might be. I think I saw 1 through 10. Mm-hmm. And then the screen flashes and all the all the numbers disappear, right? And then now it's just boxes that come up. Hmm. And the monkey, or in this case, I'm sorry, it was a gorilla, was able to go through 1 through 10 in order where the exact place was at on the screen. And nice. it, it's way better than I would have done. Nice. I mean, I don't know yeah. if I'm explaining that well. And, but. and I, I hear you. That That is pretty smart. It is smart. And, you know, gorillas, they can sign language. Like, there's no doubt that they're smart. But what all I'm saying is, is that they're they're not like human smart. That's all. That's the only point I'm trying to make. And, and no other animal, no other species is, you know, is human smart. No one has that conscious ability of foresight, like you mentioned. Okay, but, but go back to the typewriter, right? Mm-hmm. You leave that typewriter in the room with a bunch of monkeys, right? Maybe for the first first day, like, they're going to throw shit at it and destroy it, right? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, think about it this way. If you leave wood or little bits of wood or some sort of flint and perhaps maybe the materials to make fire out in one area, they're not going to discover fire in one day, all right? But over time, they'll discover, okay, this is how this works. And this is how this works. And eventually they'll create fire, right? So I guess that's the argument, right? Is eventually they will be able to use but, the typewriter. But I'm going to disagree with you, you know? If we look at the history of, you know, biological life on Earth, monkeys have been here, you know, they say about a million years. I think there's probably more. Um, it's, it's for a very long time. Okay, a million years. Why haven't they done it then in a million years? Why? I don't mean, I, don't, I can't really answer the question. I'm just you saying know? that... I mean, like... No, I agree, but I'm just saying, like, why have we evolved so much more? Well, if you take the argument of, say, genetic selection, you know, and there's some monkeys who have, by genetics, higher intelligence than others, and those are confined to an area over time, then those, the offspring of those monkeys should be more intelligent than the ones who were not confined or... Maybe we're confined with lower intelligent capabilities. Sure, I agree. But how do you be? What, I, what all I'm trying to say is, is how does a monkey become a human all of a sudden overnight? Okay? Oh, right. No, I, to- and, I totally and, agree. And here's what I'm. Here's what I want to say. So, 
they say that um, if you look at the anthropologic records, right, if you look at, you know, what the actual scientists who study this say, there's a huge gap between, you know, um, we're Homo sapiens. I, I think the, the the one before us was Homo erectus. Neanderthal. Neanderthal, Homo, whatever, yeah. So about, I want to say it was about 200,000 years ago. That's a fact. You guys can fact check this. Look it all up, okay? <laughs> about 200,000 years ago. Snopes are going to 200,000 years ago, Homo sapiens appeared out of nowhere, okay? Well, one day there was just a huge difference, you know? Like, how did one species practically overnight turn into another species? Is what I want to know. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know that either. I mean, obviously, you know? I, I can't answer that. I know, at least, I, well, I don't, I'm not going to say I know because I don't know. But they say that there was, that some of them lived at the, around the same time and they interbred with each other, too. So there they was say ne that. like like Neanderthals that. and Homo sapiens. I mean, this is after the fact that you're talking about. But Neander it wasn't like Homo sapiens and then they all died out. Right. There was a period where you sure. know they yeah. fucked each other. Sure. Right. And I mean, I'm sure we coexisted. I think they just it, what Neanderthals were extinct thirty thousand years ago, pretty recent. You know. So we were living beside them for a very long time. I agree. Yes. But that still doesn't change the fact that we appeared here out of nowhere. And that's what I want to know about. That's why I think that. Evolution does exist on, in the sense that you said, like, the smarter people exactly. are obviously going to survive and live more than the dumb people, but I don't think on that type of level it can exist. Well, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's impossible. And what you're saying is that it's, it's, we don't know how or if it's possible for, while, you know, DNA is perhaps separated or confined mm -hmm. or changing, we don't know if it's adding anything, right? And right. if it is, how the hell is it adding any information, right? right? I don't know. How many, do you know how many chromosomes a chimp has? I can tell Cause, you. Because no. they say that we have 98% of our DNA is chimp, chimp DNA. Yeah. So humans have 46 chromosomes, mm -hmm. and chimps, who they say we, we share 98% of our DNA with, have 48. Mm -hmm. So the question is, I mean, I guess in our case it would be subtracting. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a biologist. Listen. I don't even know if it's, you know, if there's less chromosomes, does that necessarily mean less information? No, and it's, it's a good point. They actually recently, I, I forgot who it was, I think in, in, in Russia, they actually, they mapped the entire human genome. Like, they actually, like, discovered everything that's, that's there. And they found that over, I want to say 90% of our DNA is useless. It's dead cells, right? And why? Why is it all dead cells? You know, like, so... You know, I'm not a DNA expert, but, I mean, the fact that we don't use, like, DNA controls our whole life. It maps out who we are. We get our DNA from our parents, and that sort of biologically imprints who we are on Earth, yeah? Okay, yeah. So, why is that DNA inactive? You know, like, if, if evolution is so perfect and so evolved, wouldn't we have more of that DNA to use? Like, why aren't we using that? Well, it's perhaps maybe useless to us now. You know, and like I, I just want to be clear that I, I I'm agreeing with what you're saying, mm -hmm. but I do want to say that just because we're not using it now, like take the they have there's a name for it I don't know what it's called, but like the appendix appendix which right. now they now they're saying that it actually does have a function in our body, mm -hmm. but you know for a long time for our, our whole lives they said it's you know it doesn't it doesn't do anything it's mm -hmm. it's you know it's a leftover thing mm -hmm. from evolution right. No, and, and that's a good point, and, and the fact that we're talking about DNA is a good point, because I wanted to talk about, like, the ancient hieroglyphs that you saw, you see in ancient Egypt, right? You know, how they have, like, in, this is what, ancient Egypt was a society over 5,000 years ago, they had hieroglyphs of the, the, you know, the spiral DNA, they knew about DNA in Egypt. So here's what I'm saying, okay? Why is the creation theory so bonkers? Why is it so nuts to think about that, you know? When clearly we know that 
you know, DNA editing, you know, genetic engineering is a very real thing. You know, why is it so bonkers that maybe we were created here? You know, maybe someone took the best of what Earth had to offer, mixed a little bit with whatever they had, and poof, here we are. I just pooped out a, a human. You know, I mean, it would be very easy for us. They already know how they can clone people now. You know, that's a fact. Like, we're getting very good at it. And I just think it's it's the more we evolve, you know, scientifically, the more that this theory starts to make sense. Well, okay, and we're also basing this off of a historical viewpoint that we know about right because there's so much about history that we don't know mm-hmm. all right and we consider uh you know sumer mesopotamia those are considered to be the first civilizations okay mm-hmm. that's what they say but well, right that's what exactly the point i'm getting at is mm-hmm. we don't really know what the first civilization was we just right. that's that's as far as the records go that's right. the only thing that's the first thing we have writing for or anything right but you know like take now if they were if there was a civilization before that so technologically advanced like kind of you know kind of like how we are now how many times do you write things down Right. Uh, most a lot of it you know you probably still do we're probably not quite there yet. we're using all electronics you know but you're typing a lot more things out and it's getting even even more towards that direction mm-hmm. you know and if there were a bomb to go off or you know some sort of or a flood uh, or a flood something like that then you know you know even probably more so to a flood but all this all these computers all this data you know mm-hmm. would not be able to be accessed so if you write it on a clay tablet or something you put it in a cave well mm-hmm. you know maybe it will and it's funny you say that because I mean they they found a bunch of stuff and the, uh, the the stuff that they found you know the arch the archaeological records show that you know like we probably were all, all of those civilizations kind of believe that we were created we were put here and that's my point you know evolution wants us to think that we're useless that we're just monkeys that we don't have a purpose here but clearly if we were created if we were put here there's a reason why we we do have a purpose here humans are special and I want to know what that purpose is because I don't know I really don't know. Well, I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a question for God, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? I just, it, it's rhetorical. So, but, you know, speaking of, of ancient civilizations, I'm glad you brought that up. I did want to talk to you about the pyramids, Jake. I think that right there, for all the people who are skeptical, the pyramids are proof alone that there were advanced societies, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, what do you know about wireless electricity, Jake? Well, as you know, I'm, a, I'm an electrical engineer. So. <laughs> As well, a joke, I don't know. Funny you say it. that. I actually am studying electrical engineering. I'm very interested in Tesla and all the work that's been created after him and his movement and what he did. And I think Tesla based his work on the pyramids. Okay, those were the the pyramids were electrical power plants, and they were brilliant feats of engineering. First of all, there's no way that a society, even our society, can't even build that. You know, it would have taken us forever. I think that the pyramids were built using advanced technology. Maybe they levitated blocks. Maybe they did something. Because the way that they were built, it's so precise. You can even put a piece of paper through those blocks. That's how precise it was. Well, there, there's no doubt okay. that they had advanced mathematical tools. Absolutely. You know, I don't think. I mean, I think that the evidence is just so overwhelming to say that. Oh well, we now we're just figuring out calculus or anything like that. Right. You know, they have the pyramids. You know, that's actually a good point. Is the pyramids are the coordinates are almost yep. exactly for and not to mention that they were built with such per- you can keep looking up i was just going to say they're built with such precision that they even align with the fucking stars that, yeah you that's know? exactly what i was going to say yeah. they, they align with some yeah. of the no they do with the constellations with yeah with i don't remember which ones but but it's almost to a t and i i thought it was something about the speed of light so i've got in one tab here i've got open the, the coordinates 3.10 to the eighth meters per second 
Well, either you're wrong or Google's wrong. I'm not sure who. It, they're wrong. It's I'm talking in engineering scientific notation. Oh, it's oh it's, okay. Sorry, sorry. At least three yeah. points. So three times ten. Because that's just rounded up. Okay, but yeah, technically 299, 792, 458 meters per second is the speed of light. But what does that have to do with the pyramids? Well, it's almost... So hold on. So 299, 792. It's, it's pretty close, the coordinates. So oh, yeah. 299, 773. Damn. 299, 792. Okay, so this one's almost perfect. Damn, that is literally the speed of light. Yeah. So, the, okay, that's a great point. So... The pyramids were built on the coordinates that match up with the speed of light. Like, there's no way that's a fucking coincidence, dude. No way. They knew what they were doing, and that's my point. They were so advanced, so evolved that, you know, they, they built it on these coordinates, they lined it up with the stars, and what they don't want you to know is, is what well, this this is hidden, right? They want you to think that the pyramids were just tombs for mummies, right? And that's fucking retarded, okay? Why would they go through that much? I mean, sure, maybe there was some treasure in there, but I mean, there's no way that's all it was used for. Because here, hear me out, Jake. There's a pyramid in Egypt. There's a pyramid in South America. There's a pyramid in Mexico. Every country had the same exact setup, okay? But yeah, um, basically, there was a pyramid in every society, and they were they were on the same page. They were mimicking each other. They were communicating wirelessly with each other is what they were doing. Okay, so, you, you know, I've, I've got you up until, you know, they all have a pyramid, a cigarette, whatever you want to call it, some sort of similar structure. How do you know they're communicating with each other? I mean... Wirelessly. How do you, why do you think that that's the reason? So, good question. Because every pyramid, if you look into it, they all have what's called um, an aquifer. Okay, an aquifer. So if you look at, at the Giza pyramids, for example, the Nile River is, is like three or four miles away from it, but it shifted away from the pyramid over time due to erosion, you know, and just the natural flow of the earth. It used to go right underneath the pyramid. And basically how this works and how Tesla did his design, the Wardenclyffe Tower, is they take an aquifer, right? And they, they use the moving river. They convert the mechanical vibrations from the river and out the top, you know, wireless electricity flows through. Originally, all the pyramids were coated with a white marble, very conductive, you know, surface that, you know, decayed, uh, decayed away during, with, with time. Okay, so the water generates electricity, Correct. essentially, right? Correct. Okay, so how does it, how does that electricity get transported wirelessly, though? How does, how does your Wi-Fi get transferred wirelessly? How does any wave work? Well, it, well it's waves, but I don't, can you... Yeah, no, no. Can so, you charge? Can you turn a light bulb on wirelessly with mm -hmm. with with those kind of waves? Though mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm just asking you genuinely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look up Tesla it. coils. Like it's just it's it, it's it's known. They can do it. You know, like Tesla coils are real. Um, pretty much, you just wrap around a wire and then out. Like that. That was his Wardenclyffe Tower. Like you can absolutely do it. Basically, all you need is is you need a transmitter, right? The pyramid's the transmitter. Then you need a receiver, right? The receiver will receive the transmission. And there's a way that engineers do it where there's no interference between the two waves, so it's almost instantly. Okay, but how does that work when? So I'm, I'm a human. I'm made of mostly water, mm -hmm. as are you. My body conducts electricity. Mm -hmm. There's electricity in the air. Mm -hmm. You see the problem? Yeah, no, good question. Tes Tesla actually <laughs> did a demonstration on this. Um, it was, I forgot what it was called, but basically, yeah, um, the electricity that he created, he went on stage because Edison had a smear campaign out against him, right? And he's saying, oh, you know, his, his electricity kills, it's lethal, it's terrible for you, yada, yada, yada. So Tesla goes, fuck you. No, it's not. He goes on stage you know, very public and sends a zillion volts of electricity through him. And the crowd was amazed. They thought he was a wizard and he, he was, he was on hunt, you know, and that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Tesla recreated this technology. The technology is real and it exists and it's not being funded. So the point remains, right? That 
clearly there's an infinite amount of you know science and technology that we don't know about and it's being hidden from us and we, we're being led to believe that we're useless we're meaningless we have no purpose here on earth we just should be all nihilist and enjoy our life and be happy working our nine to five right yeah, dude, make sure you buy lots of product as you can. <laughs> consume as much product as you can. Exactly, right. And if you if you can't consume enough, work another job so you can consume more. No, seriously, for real, you know? And it's just, it's bullshit that that's being hidden from us. You know, a whole field of science is being hidden from us. And we're not, you know, we don't know anything about it. I'm so sick of, you know, evolution is one thing. But you know who I also hate with a burning passion Neil deGrasse Tyson. I fucking hate Neil deGrasse Tyson, but but someone else <laughs> that I hate more than him. Albert Einstein. Albert fucking Einstein. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Uh, Albert Einstein is a rat. I mean, maybe he didn't mean to be a rat. Maybe he meant well. But the reality is, is that his his theories and what he's done to the world, like what what's being taught in school, because of him, what we what we're led to believe about the universe, it's all wrong. It's all not true. And we're basing false. You know, they're, they're teaching false ideologies based on what he's what he like said. Albert Einstein was just controlled op. I don't know what he was. I mean, he was a Jew, so maybe. But, um, <laughs> but listen, so for the people out there that are going to say, oh, this guy's fucking retarded, he doesn't know anything. Guess what, fuckers? I took fucking quantum physics. I studied, studied his equations. What the fuck did you do? Nothing, okay? Here's, here's the That's thing. That's right, guys. You did nothing. Here's the thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the thing, though. In order for the field of electrical engineering to work, like what I was talking about with the pyramids and the wireless electricity, okay, in order for all that to work, in order for that light to work, okay, in order for that all to work, we need to get into, we need to do, go deeper into that field, okay, and basically, have you ever heard of the ether, Jake? I don't really know much about it. The ether, the, the Greeks actually were the ones who came up with the concept. There was, you know how there's the elements of the earth, there's, you know, earth, fire, wind, water, air. They also thought of the ether as one of their elements. So the Greeks had an idea of what this was. And basically, that's what Tesla did. That's what the pyramids were. They were they were taking advantage of this ether to create electricity. And basically what the ether is, is it's a sea of infinite electromagnetic vibrations that exist within our universe. It's sort of a medium to carry light. So when you have a copper wire, right, and you think of electricity flowing through the wire, what's going on? You know, I mean, you just think that the, the, electro the electrons are inside of the wire. Well, that's wrong. It, it's the illusion. It's actually falling on the outside of the wire. The ether is carrying those electrons through the wire. Interesting. Yeah, you know? I haven't heard that one before. And basically, Einstein's a rat because <laughs> his theory, you know, basically says that, you know, Earth is just, the whole universe is just a curved space and it's ever expanding, right? But it doesn't take into account this medium that we know exists, you know, in order for electrical engineering to even exist. You know, in order for electrical electrical engineering to exist, you know, his theory needs to be raw. It needs to be redone. That's my problem with math. Okay, like you can just say words, right? You can just say anything, but I mean, it doesn't mean they actually mean anything. You can do the same shit with equations. Doesn't mean they mean anything. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're right. They're essentially like almost, for lack of a better word, algorithms. They are algorithms. You know, they're and, just rules to solve a set of equations. Uh, you know, a, a set of, you know. The rules to solve for another rule, perhaps. Right. Or... You know, and my, my beef with it, it, it's fine. I love math. Don't worry. I, like, that's what I'm going into. I love it. But it's not based on anything. They just do what, what, how it should be done is how science should work is you need to do experiments, find why and how the experiments work, and base your mathematics off of those experiments. We're not doing that anymore. We're basically saying, oh, yeah, this is what's happening, and 
that it's a law because the math says so. That's not true. And that's basically what Einstein did. Now, not to say that some of it works because, I mean, you know, we went to the moon with, you know, outdated science. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was actually just watching something the other day about how a lot of the new material from science comes from sort of the people who aren't necessarily in the mainstream of that, right? Uh, and this guy was basically saying that he gets, you know, new workers that are, you know, new scientists fresh out of college, just got their bachelor's, perhaps a master's or whatever, mm -hmm. and they don't want to read anything unless it's a peer-reviewed study. Mm -hmm. They don't want to read it unless it's exactly. been published and reviewed by people yep. like them. Yep. And there's sort of a... You know, like a, a filter, I guess you could say, is yep. because, well, maybe this guy over here who says something that seems crazy and stupid right now, you know, he's going to send his stuff into the publisher, try to get in there, going to say this is fucking stupid, right. and it's never going to get out there, and thus no other scientist is ever going to read it because they yep. only read peer-reviewed studies. Yeah. So it's kind of a catch-22. Absolutely. I mean, Copernicus, was they all thought he was a lunatic for saying that, you know, everything revolves around the sun, you know, and he was right. fucking right. So, I mean, there's so much of, of science that's probably just being ruled out. And, I, yeah, I do agree. I think that's probably a big problem. Especially, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't, I'm not really well-versed in the electrical field in any way. Mm -hmm. But I assume that that's probably an issue there as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and you're right. It's just it's an intellectual bubble that they only let cool kids into who buy into their theories. And they're like, wow, we're better than everyone. We're smart. You're dumb. You didn't go to school. <laughs> Look at this fucking idiot. <laughs> Evolution monkeys. You know. And it's bullshit, you know, because the fact is, here, here's what I want to talk about, Jake. So, what do you what do you know about UFOs or flying saucers? <laughs> no, for real. Well, well, let's, right now, let's make the distinction between a UFO and aliens, okay? Because a okay. UFO does not mean aliens. And that, I agree, and that's what I wanted to say. Yes, okay. I agree. It means unidentified flying mm -hmm. object or something to that extent. Right. So... When the government comes out and says, yeah, this is what we know about UFOs, which they're supposed to be doing literally any day now. I think mm -hmm. it's due. I, I think there's a report due this they month. They said in June, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's due this month. Crazy. And they're going to say, well, this is China. or We we think it's Russia or, you know, something stupid like right. that. You know, does that mean it is aliens? No, it very well could be another nation that just has very advanced technology. I don't think that's what it is, but who it's, knows? It's government technology. It, it, yeah, that's a good point. You know? It could be our own it, it, technology. I think it absolutely right? is. Think about it. We're, they're, who the fuck knows what they're doing, what type of projects they're funding? We don't know. I, I, I personally think they're like 80 to 90 years advanced versus what they give us, you know? And I don't know if it's that far out. I think they're pretty far. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I think they're pretty advanced. I, I really do, man. It's really hard to keep secrets like that contained, though. That's the problem. You well, know? Did you see the, the Joe Rogan podcast with Bob Lazar? Have you heard of that guy? The, the guy who allegedly worked at Area 51? Okay, yeah, but every time that Joe asked him a, a deep question, he goes, oh, my head's hurting. I'm real tired. He's I a fucking remember. rat. I, I, obviously, he's a rat. I agree. But the fact that he was on Joe Rogan and they blew that podcast up, it makes a point. Why would they? If, if this was so top secret and so classified, that podcast would have got removed. Bob Lazar would have got a bullet in his fucking head. Yeah, I mean... You know? That's yeah. I mean, there's there's a price to keeping a secret, and it could go as far as you know whoever is keeping the secret their life. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Think but about that's it. that's yeah, That's another. another no, it is. And I mean, you're right. Like that, we don't want to go down that path. But I mean, the point remains. It's it's like I think that they sign NDAs, and I think the government watches them, and if they say anything, they're gonna die. I think that you know whatever. But 
into going into UFOs, I wanted to connect that to the ether because it's very it's very easy technology. It's very basic, and it's not they, like Bob Lazar goes on his, his thing and he's like, "Bro, it's so advanced. We're trying to reverse engineer it. They're aliens. It's so hard to understand. It's it's anti gravity, whatever the fuck that means." You know, they talk in very basic layman terms that they think that. They want to confuse you, and so you're saying it's it's not that hard, and we probably already have it. Reversed. Absolutely, absolutely, we do. So, and this brings me back to Tesla. Tesla patented the first ideal flying machine. He called it. It's an electro propulsion device. Basically, it manipulates this ether to create flight. And the first flying saucers, you know, they they had to be in a circular motion because the way that it was shaped, you know, affected how it moved with the ether. So the original saucers in the 50s were were. They were made with 30, 60, 90 degree, you know, um, compasses, the way they rotate every direction based on, on that system. But like I said, it's electropropulsion technology, high voltage, high frequency. You can manipulate the ether with very fast oscillations. Basically, it was just, it was a very fast, you know what an alternator is, right? Yeah, in a car? Yeah. They use that to create flight. And it's very easy and very basic, but... Dude, I'm going to go make my car fly. <laughs> no, for real. I mean, easier, I mean... Easier said than done, of course. But well, I mean, okay, but he also said on that podcast that it's it's basically it's essentially bending gravitational waves, mm-hmm. right? So he's kind of going because gravitational waves is, is something I believe that Einstein thought of, and you're saying that's wrong. I mean, it has to be because so Tesla talked about gravity as well, his dynamic theory of gravity, and Newton was the one who originally who originally thought of it. You know, he the apple hit his head or whatever, and he's like, oh wow, what, what's causing that <laughs> apple to move down? They know, all modern science knows right now, based on Einstein's theory, is that it's a force. And it's true. I mean, you'll jump and you'll go back down. It's real. But what is the force? And they don't know. They have theories, but they don't know. I don't know. That's really difficult, because that goes all the way back to whatever, what the Earth is. If it's yeah. geocentric, right, heliocentric, right. does it spin, or are you, a, you know, a flat Earther or whatever? Right. Because at that point, I mean, like, you know... The Earth is round. The fact that it's spinning with that much mass, I guess that could make sense that things would naturally be, I don't know, sort of pulled towards it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm not an astronomer either. But, yeah. But, I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah. If it's that much mass. No, I, I mean, like, you're on the, you're, you're right. I mean, it makes sense. But, um, basically, Tesla's theory was saying that Basically, the ether is what causes that gravity. It's the electromagnetic, you know, waves that are causing this medium to, you know, crash into the earth. And I couldn't tell you much about it, honestly. Like, I wish I knew more about it, but I do know that that's, it's, it's based on the ether. Everything is based on the ether in, in physics and in science, and they're just avoiding it. And that's the whole point I'm trying to make. We're going away from real science and real physics and real technology that exists, okay? UFOs. 20, 30 years ago, you were a lunatic if you believed in them. And now Fox News is talking about how the Navy is seeing UFOs, you know. Why Why is there all of a sudden a huge jump in that mindset? Why do they want us to believe in UFOs? Well, I mean, we got to go back. I mean, it could be to the first time that we saw one necessarily in, in the U.S., but think about things also more recently. Why is that a big story now? Right. Well, I mean, I think there's, there could be another, there's a lot of things going on right now, a lot of big stories, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into a lot of them, but there's mm-hmm. Ghislaine Maxwell is locked up right now. She's yeah. got, a, she's got a, there's a lot of information coming out about that that no one knows about. Because mm-hmm. everyone's like, everyone's, you know, going soy boy over, 
you know, over yeah. UFOs, like, dude, the, dude, the government. So you think it's a distraction? I don't, it could be. I'm, I'm yeah. just, you know, let's go through, we can go through possibilities. Mm-hmm. All right, it could be a distraction. Right. From and, a number of things. And notice how every time there's a UFO, it's always alien. It always, like they're always saying, "Oh, it, it, extraterrestrials and UFOs." Like they never. It's that, that's the only scenario, you know. Why they're making it seem like it has to be an alien thing if it's well, a what UFO? Else, what else would it be? The government technology. Government. So it, it could be aliens. It could be other governments. It could be our own government. But mm-hmm. what else? Those are the, those are like the big. Three those are the I only three of. things it could be. So what is the scariest out of all of those? Would it be aliens? Would it be the fact that other nations are more advanced than us right. militarily, right. potentially? They're all fucking scary, dude. Right. So which, which one is the one you, know. you give to the public at that point? Right. I mean, it's almost like aliens, or, you know, it's almost like aliens is probably the most outlandish one. Mm-hmm. So it probably wouldn't scare people as much. Right. And I think that saying that, you know, oh, we have the best technology, it's almost dead in the water. Yeah, you know, in terms of public relations, like yeah, okay, whatever. We every nation says they have the best technology or yeah. whatever. So I don't know. I almost feel like aliens is almost the dominant strategy yeah. in releasing that info because it's it's just enough to keep your interest, but it's right. not enough for you to really get nervous or scared about it because what they visited. But it's not like there's there's not aliens occupying the White House. You know, it's not like <laughs> dude, Obama is a reptile. You never heard of that? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't know. Dude. No, I know, I know, I know. I was I was watching this video. I should send it to you because it's hilarious. This guy claims that I wish I remembered his name. This guy claims that he worked. You know, he was you. He was in the U.S. military, and that he was from a young boy. He was you know he was picked for this position. He was like six years old. Went through all this training, and no, it's it's bullshit. Trust me. Oh, is and, it? <laughs> and he he went to Mars, right? And I was like, no fucking way, right? And this guy's talking about, he's like, yeah, dude, there's reptile species on Mars. Dude, there's wars going on on Mars. Whoa. The U.S. has bases on 120 planets. And Whoa. No, it's, it's all bullshit, dude. That would be pretty dope. I mean, I, the thing is, like, it's just crazy enough for someone to bu- to buy it, you know? Like, I can <laughs> yeah, see, man. like, Richie from Boston's probably talking about that right now, you know? <laughs> Richie, if you're out there. <laughs> Fuck you. And that's a good point, though. There's a lot of disinfo out there. A lot of fucking disinfo. So, yeah, and, and like, people like Richie from Boston, you know, we're kind of getting into more of the conspiracy part of it. And Richie from Boston is a prime example of a conspiracy theorist who figured out that one conspiracy has a considerable amount of validity. <laughs> yeah. And then now, all of a sudden, every conspiracy has to be true. Yeah. Did you see and, his video where... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, do you see his video where he fucking put a telescope on the moon? He's like, that's not 5,000. He's like, yeah, he had his camera in front of his telescope. What did he say? He's like, dude, there's no way that's 5 million miles away. He's like, that's right next to us. He's like, I could reach out and grab it. It looks like it's made of cheese. (laughs) He fucking said that. He did. I remember that video. Oh, shit. (laughs) Fucking... What are we up to? But they blow up conspiracies because they know. Like I think that I think the maybe this is crazy, but I think the flat Earth thing was was disinfo. You know, I think that they it's want totally disinfo. You know, they want conspiracy theorists to look crazy. You know, the the truth is is that there's a middle ground to conspiracies. There, no, there's you know? there are some conspiracies who yeah. that are that are probably that have. I mean, not, I'm not saying there are even these ones are 100 percent true, but there's a lot of good information. There's a lot of truth to them. Yeah. All right, but then you take something like the flat Earth yeah. and it's you know that's 
That's probably just, it's fake. It's Everyone not, looks crazy, because then yeah. you think about it, if you're on the other side of the spectrum, if you're on the non-conspiracy side, you're like, these fucking retards. And then you're yeah. going to link that and, with every conspiracy. Exactly, and then now, it, yeah, it works both ways, right? Because you know? now the same, you know, quote-unquote sane person right. won't even look at the ones that probably do have, the conspiracies right. that probably do have some validity. Right. Because now they're all bad. Right, right? Exactly. So, exactly. Like, why do you think Alex Jones was so big? Why do you think they blew him up so much? You know, why do you think he got 50 million views on Joe Rogan's podcast? Because he's just crazy enough for people like you and me and, you know, any person who questions the government to buy it. But the other people, you know, most of the population, the other half of the population, they all think we're nuts. It's a brilliant divide and conquer technique. Brilliant. Well, then that, that's a question. Is it, is it intentional or is this just kind of the natural order? That's a great question. That's a great question. I mean, we see that sort of, it's almost, it's, there's not a lot of people in the middle on that, right? Mm -hmm. there's, it's, it's one way or another. You're either mm -hmm. in the conspiracies or you're, you're not. Mm -hmm. you, you fucking you think that people who are into them are fucking stupid, mm -hmm. right? It's one way or another. And that's kind of how it is in almost every aspect of your life, mm -hmm. right? I'm not saying that in every, every situation in your life there's only two sides that, you know, there's more than right. two sides to a coin. Right. But it seems that way, right? It's, you know, applied to politics in America. Mm -hmm. It's two parties. And there, I mean, there's really not. There's more positions in that than just that. Mm hmm but everybody sees only those two options mm -hmm. and they pick a side, yeah. right? So when you see two options of I can either follow the conspiracy theorists, potentially look crazy, or I can follow these guys over here and just call them crazy, mm -hmm. right? There's an easier path. The, 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 the easy choice is obvious, right? right? And that's just call them crazy, right? right? Fit in. But really, there's, there's two. There's three, actually. It's somewhere in the middle. It's not a black and white world. It's a gray world. Well, right. It's, it's not really black right. and white. Yeah, it's not really black and white. But right. You're, people are always going to pick a side, no matter exactly. what. It's, it's almost like there's an illusion that there's two there sides. There is an illusion, and that's the whole point. The, the, the whole concept is as old as time. You heard of Machiavelli, the philosopher, right? Like He was the first one who talked about that in the, the 1400s or whenever he existed, talking about how the best way to control people is divide and conquer. You know, Everyone fights. Everyone hates each other. No one trusts each other. And you're going to be able to control society that way very easy. And that's certainly one strategy I think they're using. But I, I don't think it's the end-all, be-all. I think that, that divide and conquer is an incredibly basic strategy. And you got to go a little bit, you got to be a little bit more complex than that to run an operation like what's going on right now. I mean, yeah, I don't know the comp I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I just know that that's one of them. That's the most obvious to me. You know? Sure. I mean, we're all just fighting over nonsense. Yeah. I mean... Right, like Black Lives Matter. Yeah, white black, lives matter. black versus white. You yeah, know, Democrat versus Republican. Everyone hates their neighbor because they voted the opposite party. Everyone hates each other. Like I'm right wing, but I think fucking like a lot of Republicans, they're fucking idiots. Dude. Yeah, like they're really stupid. All right, yeah. especially the ones that are in power. They're just they're just Democrat light. They're just right. Democrats from 20 years ago, and right. and that's even just saying. Well, there's only two positions when there's not, right, you know. Exactly, and that's the problem with our system. You know, they've they've they, our founding fathers didn't want us to create political parties. We did. We fucked up already. It's us. It's you know teams, and that's a problem. I don't think personally that political parties themselves are the problem. I think that is that is the means by which. I mean, it's it, it happens every time. I don't think that's necessarily the problem. That's how things get done, right? That's where the money comes from. If I was just a single standalone politician and I really wanted to get something done, it would never get done because I'm not pledging allegiance to a side because the sides, you know, the, the party, that's where the money's at because people are pledging money to a party. They might, yeah, they're pledging money to a, you know, a certain candidate maybe, but ultimately they're getting funding from the party. Yeah. 
and that's how they make change. All right. Yeah. Now I don't th- I don't I don't agree with either of the two parties in there, but that's that's another po- <laughs> that's another, another podcast. podcast. We're going down a rabbit hole. Yeah. So we're out of time. Basically, the whole point is is that you know we do have a purpose here. We're here for a reason. You know, science is actually proving that. Don't listen to the bullshit they they spew out. Stay woke. Stay broke. Fuck bitches. Get money. Bye.